Welcome back to the Only Hunt Podcast. It's going to be a good one tonight. I'm Luke. I'm Dustin. I'm Trey. I'm Andrew Kelly. Special, special guest tonight, Andrew Kelly. What an honor. Man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Dude, I feel like if I was a level four spiritual today before I got here, I'm I'm a four and a half now that I'm here with Andrew. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Four and a half. That's great, man. Yeah. Just a bump. I'm glad dude. the presence of God within me makes you feel that way. So. I know, dude. That I, I talked about ch- being children of light this morning, and uh, as I did, um, that's kind of what we was talking about, how the light in Christ is in us, and then it should be, you know, through us. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, man. I agree. Yeah. What's been going on, everybody? How's everybody's week been? Well... It's been good. It's been like the windiest week in all the history of weeks that I can ever remember. Yeah. It's been crazy. Hadn't hadn't been good for the for the squirrel hunting. Mm. But turkey season is near. It's fast, fast approaching. Yeah. What you uh, got what you got planned? Uh well, I guess the closest thing I got, I mean, as far as well, you know, Tennessee's pushed back, so we can't hunt. Uh, turkeys uh until you know middle of uh middle of april so we'll have a we'll have that last year we did the whole you know whole, the grand slam which was awesome wyoming i we went florida mid-march and then we went texas and then we went back to tennessee because tennessee opened as soon as texas was over and then the latter end of the season we went to um wyoming which is in the middle of nowhere it's beautiful there have you ever heard Del- devil's tower Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't know. I mean, I've I've looked at it and you know seen it over through, throughout the years and stuff, but I didn't really know what it was, um, or actually I didn't get to see it. Um, but I was driving and I was like, "Hey, what is that?" And they're like, "Well, that's Devil's Tower." I was like, mm, "Cool, sweet." But we were right around the corner for Mount Rushmore too, uh, where we were hunting. So we went and looked at it. Pretty pretty cool. But this y'all, year, y'all didn't y'all didn't roost one on Mount. Rushmore or nothing? It, it was... Some, I, I had some buddies go up there. What do you call those? The Black Hills or something mm-hmm. like that? Black Hills. Yeah. And they went up there and killed some and took some pretty cool pictures. It is, it's beautiful. We have we have pictures of the Devil's <laughs> Tower in the background. And uh, Rushmore would be kind of hard because it, it's like we were talking about taking a picture with Rushmore in the background. But it's the way it is, it's like you drive through all these windy roads and then boom, there it is. But you have to go through like... We were just sketched out, like trying to get a turkey out in the middle of a, like it's, it's weird. You have to park in a little parking lot that's pretty, is um, populated, secured and populated, and it's like well, we were already in camouflage. It's kind of weird. So if we would have done that, it would have been even more weird. So, Jump out with shotguns. Yeah, <laughs> but, but no, we just want to take pictures. That'd have been with the tackled by a secret service with Rushmore in the background. But yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, uh, they got some pretty cool. Are the so I haven't had the opportunity to turkey hunt elsewhere other than west tennessee what what's the turkey turkey hunting like out out west and some of these other places that i mean i know it's got to be a little different from what we're used to here yeah they're all different for sure my personal opinion the rio turkey is the dumbest turkey in all the turkeys so easy a caveman could do it dude it just depends they're they they do something a lot different they like um, they travel more than our turkeys would travel, I would say. Because uh, they don't have anywhere to roost, right? Dude, it's wild, wild, wild. So we, we went to uh, we went to Texas last year, and we did real well there. 
uh, I don't remember. It was an astronomical amount, 18 to 21 miles or something like that. We walked. Wow. And so we were wearing, uh, I brought boots and then I brought, you know, just some tennis shoes in case we went to eat or something, you know, at night. And, uh, the first day after the first hunt strapped up, I was in on clouds and I, <laughs> yeah. I, I hunted in them the rest of the man. It's like, but it's cactuses everywhere. So you had like cactuses sticking in your feet while you're walking. But, um, what would happen is the turkeys would gobble and then you would, you, you couldn't really call at them because they just did, they would respond. They gobble at a call, but they wouldn't come to it. So you would have to, unless you were like, if you got them fired up within, I don't know, say 80, you know, a hundred or less, you could do something with them. But if they, if you like try to strike one up with a call um, and they were 200, 300 yards away and you heard one gobble, they're not coming. You don't need to go 150 yards and think that you're going to call and they're going to come to you because you'll call again once you, you know, get 150, 200 yards. You think you close the distance to where they're within 100, call again, and they're like 250, 300 again. So they just keep traveling and traveling and traveling. So what we ended up doing, um, we found, figured it out, kind of like we, we just located with a, uh, with with a, um, a cow, crow call. Oh, well, I remember just, y'all just oh, okay. like, cow call. Well, well that too, <laughs> but the Turner Dairy call. Yeah, we hit him with it. We hit him with that Turner Dairy. We mooed at him, but and that worked. Uh, that was funny. But there is like you don't hear owls there, so I was like, oh, I was hooting in the mornings, and you just didn't hear owls um, out there for some reason. But crows, yeah. And so we would locate with crow calls and then we would try to close the distance off of crow calls. And so we would, you know, get close and wait a little bit and then blow a crow call and locate them. And then once we did, then we could, you know, try to cut the distance and get within where we wanted to be. And then, then we could do something. But, um, we had a, we, we had a time, man, we ran and ran and ran and ran, like literally would strike some up and have to um, like almost dead sprint just to, because they just traveled nonstop. So is this, is this why you're cutting weight, getting ready? Yeah, and I'm not kidding you. Yes, for one reason, because you have to. I mean, that that crap kills you, man. Like oh, yeah. walking and have you and and, and crawling and uh, all of that. We, we were <laughs> we went to the first turkey I killed in Texas, man. I was had to crawl under a fence, legally a fence, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as I yeah, <laughs> as I was doing this, no joke. And we were, uh, it was a cow pasture and it had like a, like a, an area where the cows go through the gates and all that stuff. And, and I had to slide under this fence to get to this turkey. And I, as I slid under this fence, I slid down a slick patty and I was like, oh, that, that was like, that was bad. And you could just tell, like, you, I, mean, I slid in, I slid real good, you know, like, and it, and it was a wet like straight up was cow it still patty. warm no oh, dude it was nasty Same but cover. hey hey have you, look have you been on. have you gotten to hunt outside of west tennessee uh kentucky probably probably and, a similar situation um there. it's a little more hills than west yeah. tennessee it's Rocky. more like tennessee river yeah you know hills and hollers and, yeah um yeah, yeah. one of the biggest turd the probably the biggest turkey i ever killed was in kentucky they got ropes dude they oh, have like this they sucker have, had 11 inch beard on them and some spurs yeah. and yeah. Oh, he was nice. It's the minerals in the rock up there. Yeah, it's that limestone. But they're they're just tanks of turkeys. They're just heavy, heavy, heavy turkeys. So it's really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I killed them like uh, 30 yards from camp, so I didn't have to carry <laughs> it too far. <laughs> I was told though, Ciela was supposed to be the one of the hardest ones to kill, but it's not. 
I was told, and this, I don't know how true this is because I've never been outside of West Tennessee, but I was told if you can kill a turkey in West Tennessee, you can kill one anywhere in the world. Yeah, I was told if you can kill an Eastern, there ain't one you can't kill. By far, I've had Easterns make a fool of me way more than than I have any other. Went to Florida, we both, you know, we we killed first day, first morning, first evening, and then um, we did real well in uh, Texas, and then we did real well in, in Wyoming. So it was fun, but uh, but Easterns, man, by far the they just slip you, man. They they oh, uh, yeah. they're good at it. Like that hunt we went on last year when that you know we had turkeys pitched down the field, come straight at us, two jakes, one gobbler. Jakes came straight at us, straight to a decoy. Thought my boy was gonna be able to shoot, and the gobbler decided to skirt us and get in the woods and come up to our left in the woods with us. Sure you know? did. That's that was- just. That just I didn't I don't, you don't have that I mean you have it happen with any any kind of turkey but really it was I I Dustin asked me they're talking about before we started the best turkey hunt you ever been on and not that I've got a, a ton to talk about but last year um it was it was me and and Dustin and River and trying to get he's trying to get River on one I had the camera and uh, was kind of set up probably I don't know ten fifteen yards kind of behind them. Uh, just so you could kind of get River and uh, Dustin in the picture with the turkey. Well, like he said, they come darting across the field, and I'm far enough away that I can't hear what's going on. I can't hear what they're, you know, what he's saying. But I could see. I think I saw the turkey before you did go into the woods because he cut straight towards us and then cut down that tree line. He's coming down that tree line. Yeah, I never knew he was in the woods. I was waiting on him to come down the tree line, and I just caught him out of the side of my eye because I was faced more towards that way just trying to be propped up and uh the the jake it was a, it was a jake and a hen wasn't it no it's two jakes two jakes and a gobbler <clears throat> and that uh that other gobbler was coming around right here and i mean it was like i i thought i was like he's going i'm gonna i'm gonna screw this hunt up river's not gonna be able to get a shot off and and he, he they eventually saw him probably what 20 yards away yeah and uh, River turned and, and he's left-handed. Yeah, it was it was it was impossible for and him. He came on our left side, yeah. so he can't swing that he can't, way. Yeah, it was it was it would have been impossible. Did uh, you swing for him? But no, lifestyle. Listen, I had a longer part I of my also, life. Was that a juvenile hunt or <laughs> uh, a juvenile hunt? Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> now, Trey, if it was not a juvenile. A juvenile it would have been, been over with. Dead turkey. <laughs> it would have been over with before Dustin could have got to it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I never knew. We, we, we wasn't communicating because he was sitting too far behind us. I never knew he went in the woods. So, anyway. Yeah. River still got a turkey. It was it was still a good time. It was it was fun to be a part of. Yeah, I told him to shoot. I said, just swing and shoot at him. Swing and shoot. You can kill him. He swung, boom, shot, nothing. And then I stood up, and then I looked behind us, and then... The Jakes were still in the field, so I was like, "Hey, you want to kill Jake?" Yeah, so he shot one of them. It was fun. That's a little honey hole for you over there. Yeah, and I lost it, but I went. See, season opened up like right after that, and uh, I got I made River mad, but I had to slide over there. You still, you got plenty of. Do you have more? Honey holes than anybody I know. So you'll, you'll still cap. You'll capitalize. Well, there's we have two. We have two two bird limits. So what's the of, location? <laughs> yeah, it don't matter now. I don't. Points. I don't hunt anymore. But I did kill that turkey. That was really cool. So um, I ended up. Uh, yeah, you went back and took care of it. Yep, yeah, pretty neat. 
Um, he's a, I mean, he was a, an absolute stud of a turkey. So he's in my freezer over there, Mom. I believe I'm gonna possibly mount him. The good news is we have our we have our wildlife supper in a couple of weeks. So those who have been holding off on cooking their turkey, when we get the opportunity, and then uh, it won't be but another month later, and they can restock the freezer back up. So, or make sides for the wildlife supper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, sides sound great. I know it's yeah, hard. Sides I, are good. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's still sitting on any, but if there's any, if there's any out there, if there's anyone listening, yeah, send it to it. Send it to our, send it to our church. Send it to the know, church for the wildlife supper. Yeah, we definitely need some for sure. What's next, guys? Andrew, you uh. You got, you got a little testimony for us, a little backstory. Andrew is uh he's the uh, associate pastor at church now. He's a man of of many talents, man of many hats. None that fit his head though. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you want to talk about your um your head? Sure. No. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. No hats we, fit my head. We ain't got that much time. No. no my wife thinks I'm the most handsome. Man, and that's, that's really, really all that matters. Yeah, that's really all that matters. I ain't pleasing you nobody are, else. You man. are a handsome fellow, though. You are. Thank you. Thank you. You'll be up there on stage singing, man. I'm like, man. Yeah, Andrew has a, a... You talk about... We talk about... That's kind of weird. Radio. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Right? We talk about having a radio voice. Andrew might have the radio. He's got the... Definitely got the the pipes. He can. He's a singer for sure. I hit some sour notes. Yeah. It's all good. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, he yeah. didn't know he could sing until last year. That's not true. Mm, I started singing three years ago in church. At our church? No, it was another church, and it was so funny because the first song I did I sang wasn't a worship song. It was Crazy Girl by the Eli Young Band in a church. So, it, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Sancti- thank God for sanctification. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've grown a lot. You know, faith comes from hearing and hearing the uh, Word of God. So sitting under Dustin's good teachings and rubbing elbows with great guys is like, Helping me a lot. (laughs) So we don't sing that at our church. No. What uh often. (laughs) Tell us about tell us about yourself, Andrew. Give us a little give us a little rundown. Who is Andrew Kelly? I know you're like I said, you're a man of many hats. You you do a lot. Um you you're a business owner now and you're a father. Yeah, I got two boys, Henry and Charlie. I got a lovely wife, uh, who helps me and supports me in many things. Her name is Kayla and uh, they are in my world. Um, and you and you and Kayla been together like forever, forever. Yeah. Well, we started dating. You're, we joke. We're from South Tipton County, a little trailer park down there called Quito East States. But it's not a joke. And yeah, we we met there. <laughs> we're, it's a real life story. It's yeah. like this is a trailer yeah. park so love there story. Was, there it is. is. There's two blocks in the trailer park. I was on the front block. We was, and yeah. she was on the back block, and. Yeah. Uh, I was in the 10th grade and she was in the 8th grade and I walked to her window. I might be sharing too much, but I walked to her window. And <laughs> Just don't make anything <laughs> weird. <laughs> three, three, now, her window screen, now you got to know her father. Her window screen was screwed shut, so there was that's, a barrier there. Hey, good, that good is, dad. That, that is absolutely good uh, wonderful. Well, what was funny is I went to her house and I asked her on a date. And I said, And she said, where are we going? And I was like, well, we go to the woods, you know, awkward <laughs> and uh so she that was her way of saying yes i didn't know it for uh, a little while it was january 1st 2010 
Uh, I was 15 years old when I found the love of my life. And, uh, we've been together ever since. Her dad found my footprints outside her window the next day, and he called me out on it. He, he wasn't mad because he knew the window screen was screwed shut. Yeah. And uh, he's been, uh, he was like a spiritual father for me. Yeah. And he has been for a long time. So I've I've been blessed to, have, to be surrounded by a lot of Bible believing uh, and grew up in a more of a charismatic background. And uh, my, uh, I won't say that, uh, you know, I've been uh, unconvinced, but there's some things that I used to believe that, you know, there's some confusion there when you jump from denomination to denomination. You know? Yeah, especially at a young age when you're trying to figure everything out right. and not really knowing what's going on. But I was baptized at uh, a little Assembly God Church in Millington, and my faith has grown a lot in the last, I'd say, three or four years. But yeah. everybody has that day, you know, like that Paul testimony. Like, man, I was reveling in sin, and I was on the Damascus Road struck blind by Jesus. Yeah. Mine's more of a Timothy testimony, you know. Yeah, so. that's good, man. They all You need everyone. Yeah. Working at a barbecue place and then changed your life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've known Luke for a long time at this barbecue place, and yeah. it's my first job. So. <clears throat> Well, I think personally, uh, I know you're, you know, you're you're obviously very humble about it, but uh, I know that that you're full of all kinds of great knowledge, and uh, I'm excited for you to be here today. To I'm glad y'all have me, man. Really, yeah. Get get this going. What uh, what else you got for us? You uh, yeah. What about what about your um? What'd you say? What'd you say about your salvation? You were um, you was young. Was you a little older? I was I was young. Uh, I think I had a grasp. The the I think I was saved at a young age. I really do. But it doesn't uh, stop the the wandering in your youth years. If that makes any sense, can't have a testimony without the testing. So I'd uh, I reveled in uh, some uh, things that you shouldn't be doing, and you know I don't want to get too deep into that, but. Uh, then the Lord, uh, whenever my first son was born, it was a cold feeling in the room whenever my wife's blood pressure was like 30 over 10. And, uh, you know, it, that kind of changed my life. It woke me up. I ain't yeah. going to lie. It was a cold world at that point when you think you're going to lose the love of your life. But then uh, with my second born, almost identical circumstances, it was like the peace that surpasses all understanding. It really yeah. was it's nothing like having that uh, a piece of the Holy Spirit yeah. in your life. So. For sure. EJ said the same thing, man, uh, last week when he was here. He was saying that through his through his daughter's childbirth, like um, just not knowing what was going on with that, and um, he kind of really got you know more serious about following the Lord. I know Shane said the same thing about him and his family too. Um, just a bunch of people I know that had kids that, like the Lord used to use their, their children for that. Right. My, me personally, my, I, when I was not saved when we had my first daughter, when we had our daughter and, and it was like a, uh, I could tell my wife was kind of fed up with me, but she had a responsibility now of taking care of a child. So I was like, yeah, probably I got to get stuff together, you know, but it's a great motivator. That's for sure. <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, yeah. Um, we're grateful for you and thankful for you. I'm glad you're here. Um, thanks for sharing a little bit about, you know, about uh, about who you are. 
you uh you got anything else you want to get into this um get into this word yeah you gotta do you gotta do a little praying first oh Andrew, you want to open us up sure yeah i'll pray for us y'all have to remove your hats yeah. i'm just kidding. yeah we can we can <laughs> heavenly father we thank you for this day lord we thank you for this opportunity to uh speak your word into these microphones lord i pray that you would uh Give us wisdom that we don't take this lightly, that we're going through your word. Lord, I pray that you would uh, be with us through this, that you would would ultimately be the one that speaks, and that if anybody comes to know you through this, uh, that it doesn't glorify us, but it glorifies you. We magnify the name of Christ through this message. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, Andrew... That man got a radio voice. You know what I'm saying? He these does. microphones are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I want some of these microphones. They sound good. Don't they? Yeah. We're in Philippians 2 today. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to read this for us today. And then, um, then y'all got this thing. And, um, I'm just going to give my input here and there. Um, if y'all ready, I'm going to get into this. So Philippians 2. <laughs> that's not what a pastor says uh, that's uh, not what a pastor no, says no, no. well he, i'm pastor's like hey I, this is the last point before the 14th last well point. i listened <laughs> to the podcast last week and then i was listening through it the week before and the week before and then somebody told me yeah you yeah you uh yeah you uh what's talk, the word you talk a lot on there <laughs> like well uh don't always want to, but I just do. You're gifted with gab, man. You got it. I got <laughs> it's it. It's a gift, man. It's I have a gift. It. I, yeah. But you talk a lot too, and Trey does too. Well, so we don't want this. What I'm all I'm saying is tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to respect is y'all's my not. I'm gonna, I don't <laughs> want to talk to you. Hey, hey. I'll take that one on the chin. I'll, <laughs> hey, I'm glad we that. got the associate pastor yeah. here tonight. He can do all the talking. Yeah. He, yep. So, well, when I preach, we're out in ten minutes. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reads the pastor, shares the gospel, and hey, we out. We, we at Casa about twelve o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, Philippians two. This is a great passage today. I don't know mm-hmm. how far we'll get. Probably most of it, but yeah. Philippians two. 12 through 18 says, therefore, my beloved or beloved, however you would like to say that, (laughs) as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to the will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon a, the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. Ooh, good stuff. Man, that passage there, you should have stopped at a, either fear and trembling or do things without grumbling or disputing. That's the I think that that part right there would 
put you on your put you on your butt no matter who you are. Mm, yeah. What uh you said you did a um sermon did, on this, right? Yeah, I How did. How long it, ago I, was that? Uh it's probably been a year or so. Ago. Uh, okay, so it's fairly recent. Yeah, it wasn't it, like it was five, six years ago. We called it chiseled and kind of focused focused on the sanctification process and what what God is calling us to do. Um there's some confusion about this passage, but I hope today by the time we leave that we're not confused at all, that we uh, understand what God's trying to speak. Uh, but whenever y'all see therefore in verse 12 or so then, what do we need to do? Look back. Look back, right? So right. therefore, so then refers back. Uh, for me, I talked about it the week before. What did y'all talk about in the previous podcast? Well, we talked about a lot of stuff, but I'll let Trey tell you all about it. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> Christ's example of humility. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Christ's example and and being of one mind and one accord, right? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> having the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind, and then holding others above yourself, right? Yep. So there's a lot of good things. So now, now Paul's saying, therefore, because of these things, uh, my beloved. Oh, I said beloved. Man, that's a holy way of saying it when you say beloved. Didn't you tell me that yesterday is. that I said that? Or no, I said blessed. Blessed. What's wrong, with, bless. what's blessed wrong with is the one. Beloved. What's wrong with beloved? Beloved. What, what, what do you say? Blessed or blessed? It depends. Blessed assurance. Yeah. Bless. Jesus is mine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what, I guess it depends <clears throat> on what. I would have probably depends said on, depends I on your said, mood. Well, depends I on how you feel when you wake up. How you, I guess how you read it. Because I would have read my beloved, beloved is what I would have read yeah. as well. Therefore, I my. I don't know. I'm from Mumford, man. I would probably just say my beloved. My beloved. <laughs> so he says, as you have always obeyed, and you got to think, Paul's talking to the church at Philippi here, right? Yep, right. So Paul is, uh, we need to do our best to honor the author's original intended meaning to the original audience and observe this text. So, uh, so we know that Paul was there. Where? Whenever he was at Philippi, I'm not sure. I didn't do that kind of studying. Well, hey, well, let me tell you something. Luke can tell y'all about. Oh, come on, Luke. Oh. So, Lay it on us. Come on. Where was he well, at? Where was he at, Luke? Whenever he wrote, whenever he wrote Philippians, or yeah, where, whenever oh, he wrote Philippians, he was in in Rome in prison, right? Like 800 miles away. Yeah, from from Philippi. Church of Philippi was planted when 60. No, 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 no. Come on, man. Hey, I'm trying. This is your night to shine, baby. 48. Boy. 48. 48. So 48 or between 48 and 51. Okay. There so it, there yeah. was a time he was in. But hold on. In his presence. He wrote this this about 10 years later. Yes. Yeah. And he was locked up in a house arrest, right? Yeah, he was in. He was, yeah, tied to the Roman. I got this, man. Okay. I got this. Don't worry. He was tied. <laughs> he was tied, handcuffed to the Roman. Guards, like not just any guards, uh -huh. but like Caesar's personal guards. Ooh, was there something like, more like different about them than other guards? I don't know if it was or not, but that's well, what yeah, I said I, earlier. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> well, they sound was like, like the imperial, the imperial yeah. guards is oh, what it was yeah. like. Man. Not just a regular, hey, I'm a guard. No, yeah. I'm an imperial guard, I guess you could say. Yeah. So 
he was handcuffed to them, but he was still spreading the gospel. Right. Joy. Joy yeah. was overtaking everybody. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they were handcuffed him in like rotation. And so it was kind of like, I guess, working swing shift and mm-hmm. you just next shift comes in for another 12 hours. Get blasted. And they get blasted. Just bam. By the man bam, himself. Bam, just like getting punched in the face every Ooh, time. Yeah. And and they couldn't help but go out. By the end of it, they were like, I'm saved. I'm saved, man. I guess we need to go tell everybody else about this. Yeah. Philippian jailer. We know about him. Yeah. The oh, Philippian yeah. jailer. Yeah. Whole family got out. saved. Whenever they were worshiping. And, hold right on. Yeah. and it was 10 years, though. Ten years, Paul had not seen the Philippians. Hmm. Um, Remember, ten, got, a, got an offering. Who brought the offering? Yep. Uh, dang, what's that cat's name? Yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, that one guy. Hey, Trey, what's that guy's name that brought the offering? Trey, what's his name? Um, I think it mentions it in chapter six, but I'm not sure. Philippians chapter, oh, chapter there's only, four. <laughs> there's only four chapters. See, that's why y'all put me on that pedestal, and I'm falling right off. Of well, it. I, I didn't, boom. I, I, I'm doing a live Q and A tonight. It's y'all's time. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm. I. It's you got it, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm learning something. Luke is teaching. He is. Hey, come follow Luke Mize for all of your context. No, no. for all of all your, the historical context. No. Yeah, for all of all all, uh-huh. all your scriptural needs. Epaphroditus. I can't even say that. Well, I was going to get you to let you yeah, at least get I was, there, and then I, I was going to help it, you yeah. out. I got you. Hey, I'm yeah, here for I you. I appreciate it. I'll hear the back cleanup. I appreciate it, man. Like, I'm trying to just throw live to you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got it now. Here's the context. We know what's going on. We know, what, we know what's happening. Andrew. Yeah. yeah, man. Let's go. So they were, let's see, they obeyed. So now not only as in my presence when he was there, apparently 10 years ago, yeah, but much more in my absence. Now, this fun part, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. <coughs> Man, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Does that sound like works to y'all? It does. Let's, it does. let's address sound- that mm-hmm. quickly. Let's go ahead and jump in it. And I'm going to let y'all jump in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to mediate this thing. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, What's the confrontation? The con- what is the what is the confusion within the scripture that is talked about? So people think that you're saved by works because of this passage. Because of this passage, but uh working out should really mean like coming to the end of your own. that or or what are you putting into it? What are you studying it? What are you what are you doing to 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 further the kingdom like what are you working out in yourself you can't be you can't you can't make your way to salvation you can't work like be like well i i went and helped three old people today and then i'm god should be happy no god puts in you what what he desires for you and it's your job to see that desire and go work it out from there so the next passage answers that question but we'll jump back to kind of break down fear and trembling Hey, hold on, Did, was that okay? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> um, for it is, uh, I will say something in a minute. But okay. for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Yeah, who is that? Uh, for God, God. Yeah. yeah. So God is the one who's doing it, right? So what you said. You just said 
He's talking about the two different things that people mm-hmm. are, you know, are kind of talking about. Um, that you're working it out, meaning you are working to be able to be saved. Mm-hmm. What do we know about that? As in, like nobody's called to sit. Yeah. No, no, I mean, no, no, no. Take that out. I'm saying, what does it? What does people? When you say work out your own salvation, when you're work, people are thinking that this means that salvation is work based. That you're yeah. working to be saved. Got to be a good person. Do yeah, good and and, yeah. and a lot of people think they're just saved and that's it. I shared the gospel with the youth kid Wednesday night. And, uh, you know, I asked him if, you know, he kind of understood it. He's like, well, I hope my good way outweighs my bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a common misconception. How many times have you heard that your whole life? Oh, a lot. You a know? Lot. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, working out your salvation. So with... Fear and trembling. What do you know about the fear of the Lord? It's nothing you should fear more than the wrath of God. The wrath is definitely mm-hmm. something we should fear. We should, but there is fear being reverence, right? Respect. Yeah. Right. Not like uh, I've heard one guy say, "It's like my daddy's coming to whoop me, and I'm yeah. scared." And yeah. Running. It's like it's not that kind of fear. It's more of a respect, right? Right. So the trembling. In the Greek, there is tromos. I probably butchered that word because I'm from Tipton County. And tromos, let me get to it. Let me get to it. I got my head of my seal. Is not trusting your own ability, but God's ability. Right? So when we're working out our salvation with respect of God and not trusting our flesh, does that make sense to y'all? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a holy, holy fear. It's a holy, you know, honor uh to him this this passage when you're talking about if everybody understanding you know when we get we're in this now want to make sure that we're all on the same page uh, before we move on you know into 13 because what are we talking about again as we work out our own salvation luke how are you going to work out your own salvation uh i'm going to dive into this book I'm looking at right now, but then, you know, you go out and you also, whenever you're diving in, you also got to, you know, I lean on my brothers for advice on whether it's right or wrong or what they think. It's not just going out and doing good deeds, but you go out and share the gospel mm-hmm. or, or whatnot, you know. It's studying. It's uh, I had some notes wrote down on this that had like a bunch of examples, but I can't find them. Um, but you put to you got to put it into action. Yeah. What you what you're doing, what you're studying, you just can't sit on it. Yeah. You know, and uh, well, what do you what do you, Trey, on that passage there? Um, I mean, you said something earlier. You know, not you know we're not we're not saved. To, we're not saved to, to sit, and that's true. We're to get out and to, to do something, for sure, and I like that. I mean, that's obviously true. Nobody's ever saved to never bring God glory with their life. Um, but the what the the passage is, is really kind of honing in on um, is when a person is working out their own salvation, and you've heard me say this a gazillion times probably, that you are— allowing the Lord to work the you out of you. Mm-hmm. And so that's you, what's I taking use that place. Line. I yeah. yeah. So what happens is you are saved 
And what happens? What is that called? Remember the the three parts of salvation. So we're There's justified, what? we're sanctified, and we're glorified one day. Yeah. So glorification is not going to come until the second coming of Christ when we are, when we're with the Lord. So justification happens at salvation. We're made right in a moment, in a snap of a finger, through our faith in Christ and us trusting Him, Him drawing us to him, Himself, and us, you know, confessing that we're a sinner, believing in the, in the work of Jesus for, uh, for for us, for our salvation, trusting in that work of him, uh, we're justified and made right. In that moment, we begin a sanctification process. And that happens from the day of our salvation until the day of our death. Because when we die, obviously the the sanctification process is over because we're dead. Mm -hmm. So for anybody that's born again until the born again dies, you are going through a, a, a sanctification process. And that, that is what this passage is saying, that we are working out our salvation. So um, it, it does, in a sense, mean what y'all are saying, um, that we're to do something with, with our salvation, uh, but also that we are to allow the Lord to do something in, in us and change us, that we're being conformed into the image of Christ. We're being sculpted and molded and changed. That's why um, when you talked about doing that sermon, you called it chiseled, remember? We, yeah, we, we, yeah, it was sanctification is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you this, actually being conformed. I look a lot more like the Lord right now, I hope, than I did when I was first saved. Yeah. The stuff that I believe now than what I believe then Amen. and how much God has done through me and in me and how much he's really changed me and how much, um, you know, how, how much he's illuminated my heart to the truth yeah. and, um, and, and give me wisdom through his word. I think now I'm a completely different person than I was when I was uh, when I was first saved. Was I just as saved? Yes, but my salvation has been worked out as in I am being saved. So justification, you were saved. Sanctification, you, you are, are being, being saved. saved. Yeah. And then glorification, you will be saved or you are saved. So you'll die and we'll all die. And then we will... We don't know if the Lord will return before then or Unless not. Jesus comes back, but yeah. but but we will we will be um, in a grave. We'll be there and remain there. And w you know our we the Scripture says to be absent from the body, be present with the Lord. Uh, we will be with Him, but our bodies have are, are not yet been resurrected and and come together. You know, with again like our souls, so us to actually be this glorified body. And that will happen, and, and that will be called glorification when 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 we're in our final perfected state. And so, um, that's kind of how all that works out there. And though this passage is talking about that process yeah. of the Lord um, has the has the Word of God and the Spirit of God changed you since you've been saved. A hundred percent. What do you think? You know that, I mean, what like what what is what has happened? What, what do you think has happened in your life? Just, just in give my me a... life in general. Oh, um, patience, being more kind, more serving to others, being, um, I feel like I'm a better leader Yeah. nowadays. Um, I, I was actually talking with a guy today, um, and he was asking me questions about what, what God has done or what, what has happened since I started attending church. Has there been any changes? And I'm like, man, my family's done a 180. Like we pray all the time. We pray at bedtime every night. You know, we do things that, that, you know, we don't cuss no more. You know, well, 
I mean, not, not even one. Not, I mean, not, one, not all the time. One like, a week? Not even one a week. Okay. A lot of weeks, I don't do one a week. That's my now, guy. if I slam my thumb on something, There's some empty it words might be things. one that slipped. But I try not to do it. I try not to anymore. Um, I don't go out and partying like I used to. Nothing like that, you know. But but my life feels more fulfilling. And yeah. I have I, I feel like I'm finding more of a purpose because I was looking for a purpose, son. I'm talking, I was searching, searching for everywhere. something yeah. and couldn't find it. And then whenever I just said, you know what? You'll give it to me. I know it'll work out. Just you take the reins, man. And and ever since then, man, I feel like every week is something. It's something that that just shows me that there's yeah. a reason why I'm here. I'm starting to share with more people. And yeah, that's, it's great. That's that tromos, that trembling. And, and I had Mark down here that you can't work out unless God has worked in. That's right. Yeah. Say that one more time for the folks Ooh. in the back, will you? You can't work out until God has worked in. Hold on, long pause, holy pause right here. Come on. Amen. Mm. Come on. Come on. You might be but, a preacher. Nah, dog. Like, but spiritual oh. maturity, but but then like the maturity of it, it's not, you can't be lazy and mature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. that working out can't be lazy. You got you to gotta get at it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like staying up late, studying whenever you want to go to bed. Or whatever it might be, getting up early to do it. I can't do nothing early unless it's going hunting. Or work. Or work. But like getting up and working out early in the morning or getting up and reading early in the morning, no, dog, it ain't for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I can stay up all, I'll stay up late and do it every night. You know what I mean? So You said a lot, though. When you quit counting on Luke, quit searching for what that's Luke. That's it. And you counted on Jesus Christ and, and his perfect work. Yeah. It works it out. Man. It does every time. All right. So I think we, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to talk tonight, but I couldn't not. You couldn't pass up that one opportunity. That, that's a, that's a tank of a passage. We didn't even scratch the surface of it. Yet. Oh man. That's a great verse. But so let's go to the second, the, 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 the B section of that. We already kind of discussed it with fear and trembling. You're saying Andrew fear being reverence. Uh, a holy reverence, respect. Yep, yep. Yeah. So let me let's just think about your father, and I'll think about my father. Trey, let's talk about your father for a minute. And I know the way that you view your father. Um, we all have like this, like this, this respect, and it's and it's not necessarily a fear. Like we, yeah, we fear him in a in a, in a way that um, we know if we don't do what we're supposed to do, that we're going to get punished. Um, but it's like a a a, a really high um, exalted place in our life where he it holds a a great importance, uh, and that's a, a kind of a a picture of those who have you know good earthly fathers. I know some people don't, but you know those who they love their father and 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 um and that he's meant so much to them over the you know the over the years. They hold a high place you know in their in their lives. They respect them. And they also, and you can say in a sense, they, they don't want to disappoint them. They don't want to let them down, you know? And so that's what we're doing with fear, a holy reverence and trembling. What about the trembling part? The trembling is not counting on your own self. So I'm no Greek major and I don't like to bring it up because I'm 
because I'm not that smart. And nobody know. knows Greek. Nobody knows Greek. Yeah, it's but cool. But when, when you get anything, a word. Anything you say like that, we'll all think it's right because we don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's why I prayed that God would give us wisdom and that we would handle this rightly. <laughs> you know, uh, I heard a pastor say that we all have so much passion. Sometimes we need a little caution, you know. So we need to be careful how we communicate the scriptures. Um, and that trembling is not trusting your own ability, but God's ability. Right? Yeah. That's it. I think we have covered that. Yeah, that's good, man. I'm yeah. I'm 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 good to move on from there. There therefore, my beloved. Yeah, yeah, I think we have covered that. So verse 13. Yeah. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So we're supposed to work in obedience, right? That's right. And it kind of gives the answer of who is doing the work. It gives you some context there, you know. Sometimes if you take one passage and you're trying to break it down, just read the next one. That's right. You get something, <laughs> get the answer to your question, <laughs> yeah. you know. I think, you know, if you seek first the kingdom, then the, the Lord will give you that desire that you long for. Yeah. So if you go to him first and you pray to him and, and whatnot, and you know, he's going to, he's going, he's going to let you know what your desire is, whether, whether if that's something that you think you desire mm -hmm. or if that's something out of left field that you're just like, all right, I guess that's it. We'll jump in, you know, like, yeah. 13. When, when I was looking at it, I felt like 13 was a, I mean, it, it is a, a run on from 12, but it answers the questions that we have in 12 mm -hmm. because it is God who works in you. So it's, it's because of God that, that these things happen. It's, it's God's, um, his work, not ours. It's, it's his glory, not ours. Right. What, what question? What do you uh, mean? As far as what, you know, understanding the, the working out of our own salvation, with fear and trembling. If, if you don't, you know, if, if that, I guess, puzzles you whenever you, um, move on from there and see it is God for it is God who works in you. So it's, it's answering that question that it's not us, it's God. Mm -hmm. And we got an awesome example in two, one through 11 that y'all covered last week. Yep. Yeah. So, I had I had highlighted here that I put down is kind of I guess it it could be a, a I don't want to jump to like main point or anything or application or anything but it kind of goes with a verse I just put let God work in your desires and through you let God work in you your desires and through you He works His plan and purpose mm. yeah so so we're working at our own salvation but the good thing about our own salvation is that our salvation was a gift that from was God. freely given from God. Mm -hmm. And so as we work out our own salvation, who's working out our own salvation? God. What's our God. job in the matter? To let him do it. What do you say? Let him cook. We are not. saved by works. We're saved by the perfect work of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. So, and, but, and believing on that. Yeah, last week we said that in the sermon, we said, 
we're not saved by works. We're <laughs> saved by grace, but works is our job. We're judged it's, by works. Remember, yeah, saved by saved by grace, judged by works. But the work, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The work of Jesus. I, that was the line. I was like, I'm going to say this during it, and Dustin's going to be puzzled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> no. I don't ever I don't ever like answering questions when Dustin asks them like that. Why? Why because trick? I don't ever know if it's it's your approach. Oh my goodness. What do I do? Yes. Why trick? <laughs> no, that wasn't Hold a on, trick. Let me, yeah, let me, but you don't know because as soon as I would have answered it sincerely, you'd have been like, Well, that's not where I was going with that. No, <laughs> we worked on this last time, no, remember? No, I remember we worked on right. this. This is, <laughs> this is a different subject. This is this is a different but what do you mean? What? Oh, we can't move on until we settle this situation here. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> All right. You might as well kick back in. Uh, I'm kick back a little bit. <laughs> hey. Be back in five. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just didn't know if you were, a, it was a trick question. Is all. No, I'm just. It might be. Intense. I get it. You're, no, that's, a, 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 it is a, it's a great way to, to make your point when you're yeah. asking, make sure they're following along. Make sure. But I, with the relation, people who might not know us don't know the relationship we have. So I don't know if I maybe not know the relationship we have. <laughs> I'm learning new things every week. <laughs> like we've been using this podcast as a confession. I think, and I I'm think what he's trying to do. I'm, I'm, I'm here to guard Trey a little bit. Hey. I think it's more like the pastor congregant relationship. No, it's not. It can't be. No, you don't think so. You're pretty, hey, what you're I pretty tell, wise. What did I tell you one day? We was friends way before you was a pastor. Yeah. yeah. Trey, so when did you that, get to what, know Dustin? What, what exactly does that mean, Luke? <laughs> that means... Through a, through a Facebook message. It was, it was through, That's how I got to know Dustin was through a Facebook message. I love how message. we're setting up for the next verse. Y'all keep going. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> here's the thing what can happen. The Lord wants all of us to look more like him. Mm-hmm. And he has given us his spirit that indwells in us as believers. And it's our salvation that he's given us. And so what has taken place is that all of us are being conformed into the image of Christ through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and is saying it is God that's working in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure and so what takes place when this does not happen, this has to be a, there has to be another thing that could take place because we could not be working out. We could be, I mean, how many times has a, have you, me, all of us have a, as a believer literally dug our heels in the sand and, and said, no, said, no, no, God, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Not me. I'm not going to sing in front of people or I'm not going to preach in front of people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what people do. That's what we do. That our part in this matter is obedience. Obedience to God. God wants us to be sanctified. He wants us to glorify him. He wants us to honor him. He wants us to be used by him. He wants us to praise him with our lives. He wants us to live a life that lifts him up, exalts him. And, and, and honors and glorifies and praises him, all of that. He wants us to do that. So with that being said, our job in the matter is to allow him to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, through the sanctification process and what the Lord's done through my life, and I know through other people's lives, and they can all agree that sometimes it feels like you're kind of getting, in a sense, you're, you're getting pulled because you don't want to go there. 
Um, like you don't want to do some of the things that, that the Lord has for us. We're not comfortable there. Um, we have a place of comfort and we don't want to be outside of that little comfort zone. So we have that, that problem We have, we struggle, you know, there with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when God is working in us and we're allowing that to take place, we understand that it is for what? 13B. His good pleasure. Yep, to both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Yeah. Well, I had, I had a good I had a good analogy come from uh from our live studio audience out there. Did you? Yeah, I did. Shane said it's like farming. You got to work the ground and cultivate it to grow crop. And so when it says work, you get to go out and you get what you put in. Yeah. As far as that and through Christ, we do this through, of course, it's his, it's our obedience that is working it out. Yeah. And that, and that tilling ground. Yeah. Free you up a little bit. You don't have yeah. to do a bunch of whatever you think is good. You just yeah. got to be obedient. Right. Yep. He does it in you and through you. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of my favorite passage. Which is? Romans eight twenty eight. Which is? For we know that God uses all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Come on. Come on. Amen. Oh, yeah. I'm getting kicked off this podcast. <laughs> Andrew's taking my spot. No, oh, I, my goodness. He no. brings it, man. No, I, I ain't said but like seven words. So. No, I've only said eight. <laughs> eight. That's good. That's good. I love this next man. We need to like let's have an argument right now so we can no, set up for verse no. fourteen. Well, that's what you were wanting to happen. You yeah, were yeah. you was waiting on it too. <laughs> you, you was you was all but chanting Jerry in the background. Jerry. <laughs> what is that? You know, everybody yeah. knows He's, Jerry chant. Man. You literally just got that telling us you grew even, up in a trailer even park. Tra- yeah. even Act like he that. don't know what Jerry Springer is. <laughs> is that daytime television? I don't know. You y'all know. Y'all you didn't know what that? channel and what time to quit playing around. We didn't have a TV in the trailer park. Quito, Quito <laughs> Estates had, I promise you, they had Jerry Springer. On. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we had it live it's and in between, person. Between days, live, days yeah. in our lives and Jerry what Springer. What do you mean? We just walked out on the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> to all the fine folks in Quito Estates that may be listening to this. Well, hey, we're not hating. We're not hating. Don't do. be a hater, be a congratulator. We love you, and uh, we're grateful you that you're part of of our our county. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Shelby, Ma'am, the Shelby County line was 10 feet behind it my It cuts fence. through the trailer hood. It does. No, it doesn't. No, it, doesn't. <laughs> it, doesn't. it cuts behind it, right? Right beside yeah. it. Yeah, Right like, past yours, right before the convenience store, right? Mm-hmm. Right before mm-hmm. Ray Sucks. Or yep. Uh-huh. All right. 14, do all things without grumbling or disputing. All, right, all things meaning what? Let's pray and go home after that. All right. Yeah. You, you done? <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a big pill to swallow for all of us because... Because you like to argue, Trey. See, is that why? See, it's a little bit of pride, ain't See? it? See, <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there, man. Or is it like you like disputing? Uh, I would say it's all it's, the above. It's neither <laughs> or. I would say, in my non-professional opinion, that it is natural human behavior to have an opinion or a disagreement with somebody over something at any point in time, no matter what the situation is, and we're going to gripe about it. Verse 15 mentions that. The world looks that way, right? Yep. 
Yeah. How many of y'all in your workplace? You just call, tell me I wasn't saved. No, no. No, I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> Josh, I heard Josh snickering behind me, and I was like, that's what, that's what I just got thought. All right, well, there's an effectual call of Christ that we're going to go through. Right now. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. just kidding. No, it, that is what the world looks like in verse 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So do all things, like Dustin was saying, what is all things? All, everything. 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 Yeah. Because. Like, well, hold on. Let's think about this for just a moment. What is he talking about? Where? All things. Everything you do. Everything that's in you, everything that's... And everything we should do should glorify Christ. We should be... As we do what? As we do our daily lives. Our work. Our works. What he's called us to do. Right. Mm -hmm. our, our His desire for us. Yeah. So not just meaning put this on us as in individuals. Like you and I... That's that I get to and I got to thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're talking. Yeah, we we we're bringing this up like we're grumbling and disputing, but this isn't talking about do all things without grumbling or disputing. He's coming off and stemming off of working out your salvation right. and Him in you, working through you for His will, oh, the see, sanctification. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is not that you're doing all things and you just don't argue with the next person. Because Trey, no. let's be honest, man. Me and you, we love each other. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut up a little bit and mess around. Yeah, you know no, we're not we're not we're not and and we're not really like grumbling or like you know this right here this ain't what we're doing. We just cut up and mess around all the time. But like if we were just bickering and always mad at each other and all that stuff, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. But this ain't even talking about that. This is talking about when God has something for you and you are working out your salvation as you are in His will and He is taking you wherever He wants you to go. You are to do it whatever He has for you without. Grumbling or complaining. Yep. And with that, you will be unified with your brothers and sisters in Christ and doing the work. If you are a person that does things grumbling without grumbling or disputing, so that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Yeah. That's Which, how people are going to know that we are lights in the world, right? Yeah. Because we're, we're going to look different. And, and no matter, yes, we're gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna be like, you know, when uh, what do you call that? Um, yep, oh, there I go with losing my analogies there. Well, no, every time that you do that, Trey, just always say, you know, just like that Fort Gump analogy, you put <laughs> back and I, put my, <laughs> I was not gonna say that, but I don't know it, so y'all might have to teach me something. Go ahead and tell them. You'll know the Forrest Gump analogy. Here we go. Forrest Gump analogy? Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. It's solid. You ain't listening to What this means, you haven't listened yeah. to any of these podcasts. I listen to them. They're an hour and a half long sometimes. I'm like. <laughs> well, we're on an hour right now. Yeah. Oh, that, well, it, that hour went by fast. I understand <laughs> yeah, it's now. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but go ahead and hit him with the Forrest Gump. The Forrest Gump analogy is Hold I on. lean against you. And you lean against me. No way we can go sleep well here, boy. That way we don't sleep with our heads in the mud. You already knew it. I didn't know. Yeah, I probably yeah. heard it in a in a podcast. <laughs> I, don't, I I think that deserves the. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, we did the first time, the eighth time. I. Well, it's just such a good analogy. I think yeah. you know, sometimes you've got to come back to it. and Yeah, just throw it in there every week. You just have to revisit it every now and then. But we're not griping or complaining yeah, or grumbling. 
So Trey, we're, Trey on Wednesday. Trey on Wednesday night in his bed, looking through this. All right, where can I slide this? <laughs> where where am I going to slide analogy. my Forrest Gump analogy in on this bad baby right here? <laughs> Got him. Uh, hey, uh, let's see. I hey, this is a perfect time for me to tell you this analogy about. <laughs> Uh, uh, see, I, but I, I, my my master plan is coming to work because I didn't even bring it up. You're the one that brought it up. I was going to use a different analogy. All right, well, listen. Well, what was that I, one? I don't remember. Where we were. <laughs> I may not know much, but I know what love is. <laughs> Oh man, I haven't laughed this much in a long time. Shoe Where were we? I don't even know where we were at in the scriptures. Well, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. on, 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 Yeah, let's bring it back in. Grumbling, disputing. So let's think about doing all things. Okay, we're talking about we're talking about sticking out. We're talking about looking different. We're we're Josh says built different. Yeah, like you got that drip, man. (laughs) Stick out. You got that drip. So we're gonna uh, when you're a light the, the. in these, you know, we're going to be in a lot of dark situations because the world is a dark place, but we have to be the the opposite of of the darkness. We've got to be the light, and we've. I, I'm still trying to remember the analogy. Let me let me to, like if you walked into a restaurant and you got the wrong f- food, <laughs> Trey Johns is going to throw that cheeseburger right back at him, right? No. Or are you going to go up there and say, hey? And you're going to look like a follower of Christ, yeah, right? So I'm that, probably just going to eat it, you know? <laughs> Free food! <laughs> yeah. uh, I, uh, not exactly, but yeah. I, I, yeah 100%. Are you saying if the burger was wrong or if it was somebody else's order? Or you didn't get your, yeah, or no, whatever okay. it may be. You know, no, we used to work in the restaurant world. How oh, many people? A bunch. Yeah. So the world looks like that enough. It's your attitude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How's your attitude? Is your attitude a joyful attitude? Is it a terrible attitude? I mean... I think it's about kind of and and think about this because uh-huh. people are going to be watching because people want to know right like people want to know how that when they see your the difference they're like what like why are you like that right and mm-hmm. and they want to know and they're going to be eavesdropping I, they're going to be I want what you have right yeah they're well or they're going to be watching to see you mess up because mm-hmm. they they want to see you mess up and because, that's when you don't boast on yourself you boast in christ right yeah right sometimes we're the only bible people read i heard an analogy i was listening to a sermon over this the other day and the guy said um said that a guy was sitting at a red light and the uh the guy was like playing on his phone or whatever sitting at a red light well the light went green then never moved the ladies behind him honking on the horn yelling obscene things to him Mm -hmm. giving him gestures and everything Finally, the light turned yellow right before it goes red. He noticed that it was on. He went. She's sitting there for another round of light. <laughs> well, cop pulled her over. That's just petty. Yeah, cop pulled her over. You went home. No. They, well, just, can I finish my story? Well, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. So so cop pulled her over and said, uh, ma'am, we got to take you out of the vehicle for this. Uh, we got to take you into jail. She was in jail for like two hours. He come and got her. He was like, Sorry. We made a mistake. We thought that um, that you stole this car because on the back of the car it had your church name. It had WWJD. It had um, it had <laughs> Live for Jesus on the back. So we knew somebody yelling at somebody like that couldn't be standing for Jesus. Ooh. Oh, and got him. 
Jab. That's a jab. But the, like the list that comes in my head is like, hey, we do three songs. Oh, there you go. Sorry, I messed that up. No, you no, go ahead. We do, three you do, songs. we do three songs instead of four songs in worship. The preaching is too long or it's too short. The the room is too hot or it's too cold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is something that we need to work to not do. Hey, all yeah. them people in there, it has been a little stuffy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, and it has, um, but we're not grumbling or complaining. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. but people will. We hey, people do. Uh, yeah. you talking about honking. I'll, I'll straight up confess that my, uh, my driving is, is where my fuse is the shortest. I can't like, I can't stand people who don't know how to drive. Get yeah. off the road. I'd be honking. I'd be laying on my horn. But I wouldn't be like I'd be. I'd do it with. Here's what you need to do. I do it with the love of Jesus. Do you know your grandmother? Uh, she gone. Man. She passed away. But imagine your sweet grandmother is driving down the road, the road, and you're honking at her. I'd be like, Nana, come on, get out the, <laughs> get off, get out the Don't be honking at Grandma. I do try. I do. I do try to look at. Them. I'm gonna wake up at five o'clock in the morning when I retire, and I'm gonna go ten miles under the speed limit everywhere I'm until not. about eight o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna speed when I'm eighty. <laughs> oh, we I'm know. Sure. I rode with we you know. the other day. No, I'm just. Yeah. I'm just. That's did, gonna be the hardest thing for me to like. I don't know when I'll stop doing that, but I mean, I, I don't even mean Let's to. Go to I just look down and I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. So. All right, what do you, what this saying? Fifteen kind of re- reels back in by refraining from complaining and disputes. Mm-hmm. That when when we don't when we're not complaining, bickering, uh, grumbling over things, what ends up happening is that we are found blameless and we are found spotless, and we nobody has nothing to say against us. Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, the, because you can't, you can't, you can't. With that, without blemish means above reproach. Yep. So that's that's what um, uh, that's how we are supposed to to handle the things that goes on in our life and what the Lord's doing in us and through us. And um, so, a blameless person may sin, but what happens to a, a person who who falls short? They are to do what? Apologize. They confess. Mm-hmm. They make it right. Um, so you know our our. Our job is to, um, to to live our life again to uh, to honor and glory Him, bring glory to Him, and uh, to to not grumble and to not uh, dispute over things. And when we do so, again, we look like uh, that we should. We look the way that we should. Blameless and innocent children of God, without blemish. You said blemish is what, Andrew? Being above reproach. Yep. In the midst of a, a twisted and in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. So he's referencing Deuteronomy thirty two five there. Uh what did the the Israelites do the most? You think about when they were led into the wilderness, what did they do? They grumbled and disputed, right? Yep. They were professional disputers. And then in thirty two five it says they have dealt corruptly with him. They are no longer his children because they are blemished. They are a cro- crooked and twisted generation. And sadly, that's what our world looks like, you know. I think it's weird because when I was going through this, I was just thinking about like the um, comparisons between us and, and them. And 
I mean, they have the same problems that we do then, Who? now. They just you're different. talking about the the yeah. uh, the church here, yeah, the Philippi, yeah, yeah. They have the same problems we do. We just it's a little different now. You know, we have social, social media, media and cell phones, and everything is. I think we're different. rich, man. Oh no, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just we. I drove in a car to get here. Yeah, with heat and wiper blades and headlights. You know, like, but I, like, like I'm saying that they're they dealt they're they were dealing with the same. Issues and and problems. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. We're 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 spoiled. We've, we've right. We've I see what you're I'm glad we're. I'm glad I'm I'm here now and not whenever I had to. I would have to ride a donkey to Dustin's house and <laughs> walk everywhere yeah. and wear sandals. <laughs> Nasty feet. Dustin would have washed them when you came over because that would have been what a servant would have done. That's right. He would have had to go get water from the well though. Yeah, mm-hmm. be good exercise for turkey season. Yeah. So children of God here um, were blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked generation among whom shines as lights in the world. Um, So as children of God, we should strive and understand, go back. We're working out our salvation. Mm -hmm. God's working it out in us, through us. For his will and his good pleasure. Right. And when that is taking place, then we are pleasing to him and we are not disputing, not grumbling, mm-hmm. and we are blameless and we are innocent and we are in a crooked and twisted generation. But while we're doing so, we are standing out because we're children of God and people cannot find yeah, I think the the source here again is is God is God. It's mm-hmm. pointing back to Him uh, for sure, uh, showing us that that it's Him working in and, and through us, um, shining as lights in the world. Is obviously we we said that that we are to uh, to stand out. Um, light stands out in darkness. We know that. Yeah, um, darkness I, is just the absence of light. Yeah, I went hunting uh, one day, uh, Hatchie River. I went scouting with my my dad, and uh, with a with a friend that worked with my dad. And uh, we went. I got I was in a john boat, and I ended up paddling across the river to the edge. Got out. As I got out, I decided to uh, scout. I scouted around, and I got turned around. Couldn't find out where I was at, and so I got completely lost. And it was getting dark. And I didn't, when I left, it was like two um, when I got, so I was out there for hours and I was only expecting to be out there just for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. I was going to, you know, put out my deer, put up my deer stand, a climber and then get back in the boat, go across and uh, get back in the, um, get back in the truck and go. But anyway, I got lost. So I was on the edge of a river and then I didn't know where my boat was. So the only thing that I could do was build a fire. And I had a little bitty phone. We were talking about our first cell phone earlier. I had my first cell phone. I remember I had like one bar. I called my parents and told them I was lost. And that's all I needed to know. They needed to hear. They couldn't really hear me, but they made out enough that I I was lost. And so uh, I had a T-shirt, an undershirt, built a fire, and it was black dark. That's the only light that we had. And so my dad showed up to the middle of nowhere and drove his boat down a river, not knowing where I was at. But found me, mm-hmm. how? With the light. The light. The, the light. light. I mean, because the light did what? You know, the light stands out, mm-hmm. stood out above all the darkness. I didn't have to holler. 
I didn't have to, you know, to, I just. Did you find your boat? Yeah, we found it. You know, we got the boat. But but thing was, the point of it is that um, the the Lord is obviously light. Light lives in us and then through us. And so we are obviously those who are um, lights in this in this world now. That's our job. And, and the cool thing, and what I love, how he adds this comma here, and he goes into 16. Yeah, <laughs> middle comma. Yeah, adds it and throws it in just to give us a little bit more understanding of how this is going to take place. What do we do? Holding fast to the word of life. Which is? The word of God. Oh, the right. word of God. Oh, dang it. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Hmm. Yep. That's good, man. Without Christ, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it's a, what do they call it? An anti-theistic book, mm-hmm. you know. And a life without God, what is it? Vanity, pure vanity. Vanity, pure vanity. Meaningless. Chasing after winds. Nothing's new under the sun. Nothing. Mm-mm. Yep. You want to just quote Ecclesiastes back and forth with each other? (laughs) (laughs) Remember the God of your youth. (laughs) When I I thought I found something new, what I found, it was just something that come back up that was old. Yep. (laughs) There's nothing new under the sun. (laughs) One of the most beautiful gospel presentations I ever heard was was in Ecclesiastes. Yeah. In that funeral? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was really good. It was good. All right. What, What we got next here? Holding fast to the word of life. Sorry, I didn't realize I was so far away from my microphone. It's okay. We forgive you. <clears throat> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, we're gracious, and we're like, you know, we're like Jesus, man. If you're faithful and just, you know, you confess, if you confess your sins, we're faithful and just to forgive you. Just like he will forgive you for all your unrighteousness, we'll forgive you for when you fall short, Trey. Even if it's just not being close to the microphone? Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. just when you're... Yeah. Uh, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. So, verse 17, I'm sorry, verse 16 and 17, whenever I was going through this, were the two verses. I know we've kind of worked into 16. Mm -hmm. They're the two verses, though, that I felt like I was not... um, not that I wasn't understanding, but wanted to hear somebody else say it. You know, you know, somebody says, "Say that, say what you just said, just say it different," kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So even reading my NLT, I'll, I'll, if you want me to, I'll read what it says. Sure, go ahead. Um, but it was, it's just kind of the way it, the way it's worded. Like I said, I, I would like to hear it put into uh, my, my version for my brain. Uh, hold firmly to the word of life. Then on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. So mm-hmm. same thing, just different, right? Right, right. But um, what, what, tell me what's going on. Like, you know, break that down for me a little bit. I, like, obviously I get, um, you know, on the, on the day of Christ's return, um, I'll be proud that I didn't, I didn't run it in, in vain or, do all this work for nothing kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But like, is there, I mean, is there more to the story there? Well, Paul shifts and uses him as an example a little bit there in 17. So it's a, it's, a, it's going into 17 there. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And you got to remember, it all stems off of what we just read in 12, 13, 14, and 15. Right. So like all together. All the work, the work because of Jesus, the work that we have that Jesus allows us to do that we're not grumbling and complaining about. Mm. We're glad that we didn't do it for the wrong reasons or for, for nothing. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think there was a sermon preached by a great theologian at our church probably last week talking about, you know, judgment on judgment day. (laughs) And they all laughed (laughs) on judgment day. Our works will be what? Judged. Yeah. And those things that are in vain will be burned up like hay and stubble. But those things that are like fine gold and silver will be refined. Yeah. I don't know if Dustin's hearing me right now. Yeah, I hear you. Loud and clear. Mm -hmm. I do. I hear you. Y'all got anything else in 16 there? Yeah. I mean, that... Um holding fast the word of life so that in the day of Christ I'm going to be proud that I not run in vain. That we're we're holding fast to what we believe, holding fast to what we we know, uh sharing it, witnessing to uh to others. Uh that's what you know that's what it's it is you know saying it's you know pretty cut and dry and then um then again like Andrew was saying it should shifts there um to to Paul saying he's poured out as a drink offering upon sacrificial offering of your faith. I'm glad and rejoice with you all. And then he says, likewise, a contrast there in verse 18, you should be glad and rejoice with me. So on 17, I'll read my NLT here because it's, again, it's a understanding thing. Mm-hmm. I will rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God just like your faithful service is an offering to God. So the ESV, I, you know, it is just a little more sophisticated, I guess. Um, but. Well, the NLT is a paraphrased version. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I get though that a lot of people don't appreciate it like I do. No, man, it's a, it's a good translation. I appreciate that. Andrew. Thank <laughs> you very much. Um, so I'll rejoice. So you, you know, be happy even if you lose your life even if pouring it out like a liquid offering to God. So, again. Where's Paul at? In prison. What's going to happen to Paul? He's going to die. Yeah, he's, he's he's okay with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, so, and he's rejoicing. Because of that. Because of that. And that the Christian be. life is not health and wealth, you know. So I was having trouble. I don't know if I was just so tired last night whenever I was going through this last couple of verses that I just couldn't wrap my head completely around what, you know, what exactly he was saying there. But y'all made it much more uh, clear tonight with what with what he's saying as far as being, he's okay yeah, being the sacrifice and dying. Yeah. And following his example of it. But yeah. it's better for him to stay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he's just, he's talking about sacrificial life, lifestyle is what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, he's talking about living his life as a, a sacrifice. We as 
uh, believers, all of us uh, that are in Christ, are to, again, continue to work out our, our salvation, holding fast, and even, you know, living a sacrificial life, even whatever it takes, you do it. Um, you continue to, uh, to, to live your life for him. That's right. And you should be glad and rejoice as well. So I'm a happy person. You're a happy person. I'm a happy person. Yep. All right, we're 120 in, man, and you're getting tired, Trey. You've done yawn, and you just took your headphones off and put them back on. That means it is time to wrap this thing <laughs> is up. Is that what that means? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we might should have stopped about 15 because we, we, we kind of drug through the last bit of that. and uh, that's a, You can reiterate it next week. Yeah. Um, I just hope it's clear it's, it's for everyone. Um, what's the, the main point of the passage? Be a light in the world without grumbling or complaining. Let let God do the work through you without any lip. Sanctification. Yep. Yep. Being sanctified. Let let God work you, work through you while you're working out for him. And working the you out of you. Working the you out of you. There you go. Yeah, I put it in a sentence. That's probably pretty much what I'd say right there. You pretty much hit the nail on the head, both of you. If I could take all that, all three of them, put them together, <laughs> that's what I'd say. Exactly that, that that I would allow the Lord that lives and resides in me to work the me out of me for him at all cost. At all cost. And I won't grumble mm-hmm. when the Lord gives me a task that I don't want to handle. I'll do it. When the Lord gives me somebody that I have to minister to that I don't want to minister to, I do it. Mm-hmm. When the Lord gets me in a, a weird situation where I have to step out of my comfort zone, I won't tell him no. On two feet in. Yep. When the Lord puts me in a place and I don't feel like I'm worthy of doing it, but I know that he lives and resides in me and the mm-hmm. power that's in me. Yeah. Ooh, the one is in me is far greater than the world. Yes. Come on. Hallelujah. Preach. All right. That's it. How are we going to apply this real quick before we close it down? We're going to go out and be lights. Yep. I want, I, I just, we're going to go out and share it, be lights and, and be bring, bring everyone, try to bring the shadows out of everyone. Does that make sense? Uh, Not really. I got two applications for my uh, questions from my sermon. Go ahead. It says, what in your life, needs to be chiseled away. What do you need to change? What what part? What part needs to be sanctified in me? Yeah. I mean, do we have to say this alive? No, no. Just the y'all just think of this. <laughs> and then we'll close with it. And will you let the Lord chisel away at you? Yeah. No matter the cost. No matter how bad it hurts. Will you let him do it? Mic drop. Boom. Amen. Hey, Andrew, before we close, man, uh, we're going to pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, the most important thing is that we share the greatest news that's ever been given. Will you mind doing that real quick? Jesus Christ, the greatest mm-hmm. news ever given. Mm-hmm. He came, lived a perfect life that we could not measure up to. Our sin separated us. Christ came. He made us right, but only when we have faith in him. And repent of our sins. Sixty second version because they're signaling. Can we be saved? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Faith in him. 
uh, trusting in him. If you're listening today and you don't know where you stand with the Lord, today could be the day of salvation for you. If you understand what the Lord's done for you and you understand where you stand right now apart from him, guilty before a holy God uh, through your faith and repentance, you can be uh, in right fellowship with God uh, with, by, through, your, through your faith in Jesus. Amen. He's done all the work. Uh, again, thanks for, for tuning in. Thanks for checking uh, checking this out. Uh, like it, subscribe to it, and um, and and share it with your friends. Give us a a, uh, a review, and uh, we're out on all platforms, I believe now. So please, um, you know, again, download it and, and check all of us out on all all the other all the other platforms. Let's pray. Luke, you gonna pray for us? Lord, thank you for letting us come together tonight, Lord, and and dissect your word. Thank you for for learning about not grumbling and griping, but but being a shining light to the world, Lord. May we go out after tonight and be able to shine brightly and and bring joy to people, Lord, and 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 be able to broadcast your word to to whoever to whoever could hear it, wants to hear it, whoever needs to hear it, Lord. That that we can just live right by you. And Lord, we just ask that you watch over and protect us and uh, take care of everyone out there listening. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.